Welcome to Arizona's finest podcast. For sure it's the finest. Yeah, because we're the finest. Yeah. A-Z-A-F. Very visual. If if you're watching it, it is the finest. If you're listening, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> My voice sexy. No, not yet. I never know, Craig, whether to say, you know, I'm handsome and tell people, oh yeah, I'm good looking. I'm good looking. That's usually the route I go. <laughs> but I was listening to this guy talk the other day and he goes, they don't want to see my ugly mug. And that's funny too. So yeah. whether you're super ugly or super handsome. Yeah, I just uh, live my life trying to convince people I'm attractive <laughs> because I'm not. That's what and I'm so if I can get them to subconsciously believe it, I feel like it puts me a leg up, right? Yeah. Two legs. Up. I mean, as as a real estate agent, it's really your looks <laughs> that are your biggest seller. That's why women do so well in this industry. Is that why? <laughs> is that why um, a lot of uh, real estate agents and I, I, I could be getting in trouble here uh, keep pictures of themselves from like 10, 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah, on exactly. Card. Exactly. Their headshot was from when they were <laughs> fifty pounds lighter <laughs> yes. and way more attractive that's exactly what it is uh, and then you meet with them in person you're like who are you yeah that's not the email you just sent yeah i just count my blessings there's a a big real estate company i won't say the name because i'll get in trouble i'm sure oh yeah you'll get in trouble i'll call you out on it and they, they run commercials and the dude on there just looks like a child molester <laughs> man i'm just like hey you should use somebody else for your commercials so that reminds me, uh, my son wants this thing for, for his birthday. Uh, it shoots out fire. Uh, it's like a wrist fire thing for magicians. Like, poof, you know okay. what I mean? All right, yeah. And we talked about like it. Like real only, fire? Real fire, like <laughs> flames. And we talked about it because he's Is only he 13. going to be a ma- magician? A magician? Ma- magician. What? A musician. A magic man? He loves magic. Okay? That's cool. And so... I loved magic when I was little. It has this intro video of this this thing. And it's uh-huh. just like... It's like and maybe we'll put it on the video because it might be funny to watch. Yeah, I can copy it or whatever it legally. Um, but it's funny because it's like the pyro or whatever. And it's all like death and like fire. And then it shows the guy who invented it. And it's like you should have picked someone different. <laughs> but he's just got this beard and chest hair just coming just, out. Dude. When you got it, you got to flaunt it, man. And when it shows him and he introduces it, I just started laughing. And I looked at my son because he was showing me it. He's like, that's what I did too, Dad. <laughs> it's, like, it's all like death and cool. And then it just shows him. He's like, a pyro shooter. <laughs> what does that mean? nerdy. Like... Dude, totally. That's awesome. But it was cool. So anyways, we got one for him. And we'll see if he burns the house down. Yeah. Well, hopefully he doesn't for your sake. Yeah. And, burn and, the house, and not I good. think by the time this podcast hits the airwaves, it'll be past his birthday. So I'm okay saying all this. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Because he listens to every one of our episodes, right? Every one. Like, Dad, when's the next one coming out? <laughs> That's good, man. I know it's good. It's good. That's good to hear. Um. So here's an issue I have. All right. Amazon. You order something on Amazon. You know when it's coming, right? Sure. They they, they tell you the day. Mm-hmm. They usually give you even a, a a pretty close time. You order something through, let's say through. Um, um, uh, food. Let's say Postmates or, or whatever. Who orders food? Uber Eats. Right, right. You order food. You can literally watch the guy drive to your house, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. You order the Uber. You can literally know where the guy is and what time he's going to pull up to, to your house, what he's driving. You have a problem with your cable. You call the cable company. What do they tell you? They give you like a four-hour window, right? Like an all-day window. Like a, <laughs> yeah, a six-hour window. <laughs> I'll be there on Tuesday. What time? 
I don't know, sometime before midnight. <laughs> How has technology come so far, yet the cable company's okay not knowing when a technician's going to show up? Dude, that's a good question. I don't know. It's, it's, I was going to blame something... it on humans, like because they don't know how long it's going to take when they get to the house and have to solve a problem, right? But Amazon Delivery, Postmates, they all deal with humans too. Same thing. Right, we're all dealing with traffic. We're all dealing with... It, there's G, there should be GPSs on the trucks. They should know where the truck is. They should send you a thing and say, hey, he's on his way. Hey, it's 30 minutes out. Hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not. It's this giant window they give you and expect you to, hey, can you take all day off of work and sit at your house till we come and fix your cable? And then sometimes they don't even show up. Oh, sorry, we couldn't make it today. Well, great. I just took all day off. Yeah. So anyways, that's something I think that's needs your, to get fixed. That's your pet peeve of the yeah, week, Yeah, it dude. needs to get fixed. It's yeah. just time. It, it's 2000, what, 22? It's time to fix that. Yeah. We have technology. It's time to fix that issue. I agree. I mean, they've probably been doing that since 19. They need to hire you, dude. Yeah. Get in there, fix their problem. <laughs> yeah. Then people would like the cable company. Do you even have cable still? So, we just, we have, just have internet. internet. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't need cable. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, my pet peeve. I'm going to go with this one. Nervous laughter. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you like when you're meeting somebody and you're like, hey, how's the weather? Oh, it's hot out there. <laughs> it's like, that wasn't even funny. Yeah. Why are you laughing? And I do it all the time, but, but it, it annoys me. I know when my nervous laughter comes out, I'm embarrassed by it. Yeah. I was like, I shouldn't have said, I shouldn't have even opened so, it. So sometimes I, I try to not do the nervous laughter thing. Um, I have I have a sister that does it big time. Hopefully she doesn't watch this. <laughs> no, but she listens. She's awesome. She's like the best sister I could ever ask for. But her nervous laughter <laughs> is like out of nowhere. I'm just like, what the heck? And uh, when I get nervous or when I don't know what to say, I also say the word like a lot. And I feel like a valley girl. <laughs> and it's so stupid. These, uh, these nervous tics that yeah, yeah, you yeah. get. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. I just don't talk when I'm nervous. You just shut down? I just walk away. The other day, my wife says to me, I feel like crying. I was like, why? So Because I can tell you're so stressed. I'm like, no, I've been trying to hide that I'm stressed. You can't go crying. <laughs> Don't you cry on me. I'm so, crying. I was like, how can you tell I'm stressed? I've been hiding this so good. <laughs> so because you shut up and you never say anything when you're stressed. I was like, oh, my bad. Yes, our wives know us. Dude, she can well, read me. Well, how long have you been married? Oh, my gosh. 13 years? No, 12 years? That's 12 years? 2010. It's 2022? So yeah, we're going to be, years. November will be 12, 12 years. 12 years, and <clears throat> she spent most of those days with you. Yeah. I'm not saying every single one of them, but almost every single day. Yeah. And so she knows you pretty good. Like, yeah. if I spent that much time with you, I'd be sick of you. Like, <laughs> this hour or whatever, I'm done. That's enough. You know what I mean? You're like, hey, can we push this not me once a week? <laughs> but no, that's why. And they know you. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's true, man. She does. And you know her. Can't hide anything from her. You know what you can say and get away with and what you cannot say. It's true. She'll whoop your butt. <laughs> she will, man. She's fierce. <laughs> but it takes time. I mean, that's that's part of marriage. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, so let's highlight some stuff in Arizona, right? It's part of this podcast. Yeah. Like talking about why Arizona is the best. Because it is. It's the best state in the union. It, state it, 48. It has to be 48, yeah. Because it's even numbers, 48. Yeah. 48, and then they're like, hey, 
let's add 49 and 50. You know, they're like, we got to find a better state, better state. They found Arizona 48. They're like, cool, that, that worked out really good. Let's find 50, 48, let's 49 two more. and 50. They're like, ah, Hawaii, that's not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, that Alaska, please. Yeah. It's cold up there. It, let's just keep, let's just keep this last So they state realized away. they made a couple two mistakes. They just made them away from everybody. <laughs> Which, have you been to Alaska? I've never been to Alaska. I haven't either, but that is on the bucket list. I have a cousin who lives up there. I would love he says to it's pretty cool. He likes to ski and do stuff like that. Okay, I'm fishing. not going when it's cold. Yeah. When it's warm? Does it get warm over there? I don't know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Does it even get warm? I don't know. 60 or 50? It's good for me. Yeah. Exactly. I'll bundle up like a big jacket. Uh, which reminds me of another thing real quick. This is kind of funny, too. I have a friend who's from Indiana. And he, well, he's not from Indiana, but he lives in Indiana right now. He says, uh, to me, he goes, he's made fun of his wife. He goes, you're dressing like an Arizonan. Because it was it was wintertime. And, and, and I never thought of this before, and he's telling me the story. And he goes, in Arizona, you guys, when it's 50 degrees outside, put on a big old jacket. He's like, if it's 70 degrees, you take the jacket off. There's nothing in between. It's either a giant jacket or nothing. And he's like, in Indiana, we layer. We have, you know, bigger jacket, smaller jacket, sweater, whatever. And so you take it off depending on Nobody's got the temperature. Time for that many clothes. And, it, and this is true. <laughs> this is 100% true. Because I'm the same way. I have a big jacket and I'll wear it like it's, you know, 30 degrees outside and it's 50. <laughs> Isn't it true? I used to like to wear a hoodie. Hoodies when, are the best. Too. When it's like semi cold. Yeah. And I don't have warm pants, just jeans. That's as warm as I that's, get. That's, yeah, no thermals either. I'm not no thermals. On. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Arizona, though. We have that, you know, four or five months in the wintertime. It's just, hey, I can just put on jeans and a hoodie, and I'm usually good. That's true. I love that. That's right. I love now, it gets hot in the summer. That's fine. Just take clothes off. Nobody dislikes not having clothes on. Right? True. Okay, did I interrupt you? <laughs> I just started thinking. Did I interrupt your story when you were starting to talk about... Um, so okay, okay. So, I'm, we mentioned Hawaii, Alaska. I don't know anything about Alaska, but I heard this story about Hawaii that the island of Oahu has outlawed short-term rental properties, meaning Airbnb and this or uh, what's another big one? VRBO. VRBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have Craigslist. to rent. <laughs> Craigslist. You have to rent your property for a minimum. Of 90 days on okay. Oahu. So nobody going for vacation and staying a week or two weeks. Okay. Right? Is this a true story? This is a true story. I just saw it this this week on it. Okay. Arizona, we don't have that issue, right? Now, here here's here's the thing with Arizona. A lot of people love to come here in the winter. Um, there are certain HOAs, and this is across the country. Some HOAs will discourage short-term rentals, yeah. right? But... Um, we're pretty free state that way, right? We yeah. can do it. We I just started my first Airbnb. Pretty excited about it. Started getting people renting. Super Bowl's coming here next year. Oh yeah, I'm excited to you see what that does. Yeah, man. Okay, that brings excited me to another stuff. point. Let me let me talk about that Hawaii right. thing right real quick. That Hawaii thing is a very bad idea. Um, you got you got you got all these uh, Hawaii's finally coming back into being a touristy place. Again. Yeah, you know they've been shut down forever. Finally, they're starting to open up, and then here's Hawaii saying, "Hey, oh by the way, you guys who are expecting to make money off your properties, you're not making any money. Yeah, you haven't made it for the last three years, and you're not going to make it anymore. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. 
So I'm against that. I'm against that. I I, I am a, I, I am pro HOAs. If an HOA wants to say that in their, you know what? When you bought in there, that's what you signed up for. You agreed to follow. Hundred percent. I agree with HOAs. I'll back them up. But when it comes to a, that's not even a state. If you're just talking Oahu, you're just talking about. Yeah, you're talking about the island. So what, island? like a municipality, a county? Is it a county? It I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Hawaii good enough to know yeah, what that me is. Neither. But an island. I just call it an island. The fact that they can do that, I don't know. I don't like it. So they say it's to preserve uh, things for the native people and the native land and all this. You want to hear my conspiracy theory around this? Yeah. Did I have zero proof to back up? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. But I think it makes sense. I bet hotels and big hotel chains mm, paid off these government yeah, officials for sure. saying, hey, stop these short-term rentals because they're eating into our they're profits. Killing them. Because now the only people that can do it are people in the big hotel areas. Right? Yeah. So you got... Your hotels that are like, okay, now we're the only places where people can get short-term rentals and stay. Makes sense. We makes, get to jack up our prices. There's sense. less competition. I'm backing you up on this one. And, I mean, it's, granted, property prices in Hawaii are probably just fine. It's a very desirable location. Right. Right? But if you start doing that long-term, it, de- it will decrease your property value. The reason for that is because you have a bunch of people that would go in there and say, hey, I would purchase this house. To turn it into a short-term rental. Take all those buyers out of the market now. Take a bunch of investors, if you will, out of the market. What's that going to do? Well, you have less competition on the homes. That decreases prices. Yeah. So for the local property owner, I don't see how it's really beneficial either. Now, for the caring neighbor that lives across the street and is like, I hate it when people come and visit my estate. Yeah, she's, she's stoked, dude. Yeah, she's happy. But I think for the average person, the average person that wants to build some wealth or create a business of their own, I don't I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for property values. I don't think it's good for tourism. I don't think it's good for for the local environment. Right. Airbnbs Airbnbs have have turned uh, kind of normal people into investors or mm-hmm. into uh, entrepreneurs if you want to turn it that way because some people will build like almost an empire out of it where yeah. where they have this monthly income where now they can retire. I have nothing against Airbnbs. I love Airbnbs. And what's funny about what you just said is hotels. I'll price hotels, and sometimes I go there first because I have points and stuff with different hotels. Yeah. And if I can't find what I want, and they're nice, there's nice amenities, swimming pools. You know, you're the you usually have like a nice beach that you're next to and all that. But if I can't find something that I want or that price range, next step is Airbnb. Yeah. Well, I actually prefer hotels when it's me and my wife going somewhere. Yeah. I feel that they're nicer and you have to do less work, all that. But when I'm taking my family somewhere, Airbnb, there I I have yet to find a hotel that works real well to have my whole family in it. Okay. I have one for you, but I won't share it with you. Okay. <laughs> but like with a kitchen, right. separate bedrooms. Now, granted, there are probably spaces, hotels like that, but they're going to be more expensive. More expensive. Um, okay, I'll share it with you. And you don't have a yard, and you don't have all of that. True. Great Which, Wolf Lodge. Okay. They have an awesome family. We have a two-bedroom. Yeah. See, that's super sweet. Two-bathroom. But the other thing is, my kids are loud, man. And yeah. so having a <laughs> single-family home is kind of nice. No, I'm with you there. I'm with, and, and what's nice about the Airbnbs is 
it's, like you said, the yard, the kids want to go outside. Yep. They don't want to be stuck in the little hotel room, and you don't want to be stuck in there with them. And then also bedrooms. You don't just have two bed. Like I said, that's just two bedrooms, that that that, right. that one in the Great Wolf Lodge we stayed at, which was awesome, but it was just two bedrooms. Um, here you've got four bedrooms. You know what I mean? The kids can spread out, and they like that. They like picking their own room and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, dude. No, Airbnbs are cool. Here's a question I had about Airbnbs. Okay. Let's say we have somebody who's, who's listening who wants to buy an Airbnb in Arizona. Yeah. Let's try it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you recommend, and I want to know your opinion on this, do we go, do you, let me just say this. You could buy anywhere in the state. Where are you going to buy an Airbnb? So this is a great question. The Airbnb that we currently have, um, so maybe I'm a little biased in my opinions, right? Because I do have an Airbnb. But uh, it is in downtown Gilbert. So it's in that area that they're revitalizing around Gilbert. Um, I feel like that's a good location because there's restaurants and shops that somebody visiting could come and see. And somebody coming into this area is going to have, it's going to be pretty close to be able to get up to Scottsdale or Tempe or different activities as well. Right off the 60, you know, not far from the 60, Mm -hmm. which gets you anywhere. Now, there's a lot of people that talk about getting Airbnb up north. We're talking about Pine Top, Payson, Sholo, uh, those areas that are up in the mountains. Flagstaff is probably a good location. Here's a couple of things that I've heard on those areas though. Sometimes it's harder to get cleaners there to make sure that the unit stays clean and is well taken care of. Okay, if you're doing it yourself, you're probably fine. Um, second is those places are great in the summer, but I don't know how well they do in the winter. And Arizona has a great tourism season in the winter. There's a higher population here in the valley. Um, now, not everywhere in the valley is going to be good for an Airbnb. But from what I've seen, people make more money with their Airbnbs here in the valley than they do up north. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that answers it. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with because... Um, I was eating lunch yesterday with someone and, and it came up and I got really thinking about it because Airbnb's up in, let's say, Pine Top, Payson. Those are places for people from the valley. They're to for go. Local, local people are like, oh yeah, that's great. That's where I want to When go. someone's coming from wherever, California, uh, Chicago, wherever they're coming from, they're going to the Phoenix area. Exactly. And so even people that come to visit the Grand Canyon, They'll find a place in Phoenix not understanding how far away the Grand Canyon is. They could, yeah. And and they'll make a day trip or two up to the Grand Canyon. But but as you said that, and you brought up before, was Flagstaff. Flagstaff, I still feel... I could be out of state and tell someone, oh, it's in Flagstaff, and they know what Flagstaff is. Yeah. Um, I, I was in Michigan last week, and I was talking to someone, and I said, I said oh, there's a ski resort in Flagstaff. And she's like, oh, yeah, in Flagstaff. So people understand... Flagstaff, because it's become something. Yeah. Closer to the Grand Canyon, it's got the snow, it's got the mountains. Flagstaff's gorgeous, by the way. Um, but So I think, like, maybe I'm wrong on this, but for out-of-state people, there's probably four main places that they, cities they can possibly name in Arizona. I got them all right now. I know what they are. Okay, what are they? Tucson. Tucson, yep. Phoenix. Phoenix, yep. Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Sedona. Sedona, probably right. I was thinking maybe Prescott. Oh, Prescott. Yeah, Prescott's a bigger one, too. Yeah. Used to be the capital, didn't it? That I don't know. Pretty sure. Prescott used to be the capital of Arizona, and then it turned into Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not now sure. Now I want to look that but, up. Um, I said Sedona because Sedona is, is 
is becoming a popular place. I mean, you go up there now and it's it's packed. It's yeah. not like it used well, to be. Well, it's because it's got all the hippies out there with the. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> What the hey, you get your uh your energy chakra and these little oh, cool. they got like the energy they got that stuff going on? Whirlpools going on and oh, stuff. Okay. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I kinda like it now too. Um but Sedona from when I was a kid, you knew Sedona as Red Rocks and as Pink Jeep Tours. That's all I knew Sedona about. And so we'd go up there and it's it's either hiking or going on that Jeep. But now it's packed. Yeah. Hotels, Airbnbs yeah. in Sedona Dude, are property values in Sedona are ridiculous. Out of control. Yeah. So that's why I brought up Sedona. I I could see Prescott too because a lot of people that's their that's their retirement is Prescott. They head up there. Okay. Capitals of Arizona. You ready for this history lesson? The first capital was in 1863. So this was before Arizona became a state because we did not become a state until Valentine's Day, 1912. Yeah, you're right on that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good so, for you with your history. Dude, I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> Come home. All right. So Fort Whipple in Chino Valley, Arizona was the first capital. Then in 18... That was in 1863. And then in 1864, the territorial capital was moved to Prescott. Mm. 1867, it was moved to Tucson. And then during 1877, the capital moved back to Prescott. So it was in Prescott from 1877. Prescott was fighting for it. Until uh, February 4th, 1889 is when it moved to Phoenix. Interesting, huh? That is interesting. So now it's Phoenix. Moved it to the hot desert. Yeah. It's beautiful. Prescott. You say Prescott. 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 I say Prescott, too. It's like... uh, you know, you live in an area and you can tell when somebody's not from the area because oh, yeah, they can't 100%. pronounce stuff yeah. the same way. Yeah. Prescott, um, Germain Road. Germain. My GPS doesn't even know how to pronounce that one. <laughs> German. German. <laughs> um, here's, here's another one. Uh, this is what, this is a funny one because we live in Arizona. There's Casa Grande. Yeah. What's so funny is if you said it like Spanish, which some things we do say in Spanish, Casa Grande. But in Arizona, like if you're from here, it's Casa Grande. Yeah, that's what it's called. You know, like but from someone yeah. from out of state, it's like Casa Grande, trying Casa to like Grande. fit in, you know. And it's yeah. like, no, it's Casa Grande. Yeah, exactly. which is so funny to me because there's other streets, Acatillo, so was... that we say Acatillo, not Acatila. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just funny how there's certain words are so uh, Hispanic and some we. Somebody don't. coming from uh, North Carolina was talking to me and said, "Yeah, I want to explore the area of Gila Valley." Yeah, exactly. Not Gila Valley, Gila. like we call it. Gila, yeah, yeah. But yeah, of it's course. the same thing. I pronounce it that way. No, they're not from here. <laughs> and, and, and another one, um, well, I say it's Guadalupe, but Guadalupe, the little Guadalupe, town. Yeah. I call it Guadalupe. But, um, this is a funny one. This is for people who who are, who live even in, in this area versus Tucson. Mesa Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in Mesa, we call it Mesa Drive. Yeah. People... From other parts, we'll call it Mesa. They'll leave out the drive. They'll leave out the drive. No, but you can't do that because we have the te- the city of Mesa. Right, but they're very really confused. I was talking I'm to someone from Mesa. Tucson. We're out in Mesa. Yeah, I was talking to someone from Mesa. They, they said they're in Tucson and they said, "Hey, t- get off on Mesa." And I'm like, "What? What's Mesa? <laughs> <laughs> Mesa Drive? That's another funny one because yeah, for us who grew up, you know, I mean, we grew up in Mesa. You and I, yeah, yeah. Um, you never Mesa say drive. Mesa Drive without the drive. Yeah, yeah. 
You go to Stapley to Mesa Drive. You don't go to Stapley to Mesa. And you don't call it Stapley Drive, even though it is Stapley <laughs> Right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? That's way There's fun. just weird little That's things so that if you grew up, you know. Okay, so if you were to come here and, and get an Airbnb, where would you stay? Okay, so if I didn't know anything about here? Yeah. Or if I did know something about here? What are you saying? That's oh, you're saying in, in the States? Yeah, where would you stay? I would definitely come to Phoenix because it'd be one of those things like, okay, what's in Phoenix? But I or don't know Scottsdale. if I'd stay in I Phoenix. I hear a lot of good things about Scottsdale, right? I, I think that. Scottsdale, Scottsdale would be probably the one I would go to. Yeah. Because I don't know enough about Phoenix. Like if I go to, let's say LA, I'm not going into LA. Right. I'm going to go to an outskirts. Right. Because I don't like, one, I don't like a lot of people. <clears throat> and two, I, I, you know, not that I'm against it, but I feel like sometimes those bigger cities... It's like, well, those are a little more run down, but the outside's a little cleaner. That's true. Um, and so I would have gone, I would go to Scottsdale, um, and, and knowing what I know, obviously, North Scottsdale's gorgeous, and there's just plenty to do up there, and it's close to everything. Yeah. Um, I like the Scottsdale area. Scottsdale's great. Yep. Yeah, probably, that's probably the most popular, but also one of the more expensive areas. Right. For sure. Right. Um, okay, that's awesome. Now, you were telling me of a cool thing that people should go visit when they're here. You're talking about some monkey farm? <laughs> what? I have never heard of this. What is this okay. monkey farm you were telling there me about? There is a... Jacob was just telling me about this. <laughs> I've never and, heard of and this. And when he brought it up, I was like, I've heard of this before. Okay. In Mesa, there is a monkey farm. Like, they're farming monkeys. There are monkeys. <laughs> like a it's zoo. It's not a zoo. Like a zoo, but you can't go there. Okay. You can't. You cannot go there. You can't visit it. It is okay. This monkey farm is not open to visitors. Have you not heard of this? Dude, I've never heard of this. Oh what is this thing? See, I've heard of it, which was so funny. I've heard about it, and then when he brought it up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've heard of this, but I never researched it." So he goes, "Watch this article," and he showed me this news article, and it was had like drone footage of it. So I was like, "Pulled it up," so I know exactly where it is now on the map. And I pulled it up. I can see it. Okay. So, it, uh, so then uh, East Valley, North West of Valley? Thomas. Okay. No, North North Mesa. North of Thomas, uh, I believe it's Higley. Oh, okay. Higley, north of Thomas, up by a canal. Okay. There is a monkey farm. And actually, Fauci and his little team of people are starting to investigate it right now. Because people have started filming stuff showing there's still monkeys in there. Supposedly, it was an old monkey farm. They got rid of it. Whatever, they shut it down. Uh, it's some, some university out in the... In the United States, they own it or they would it. raise monkeys to do their research on in this farm. Something weird like this, yes. Okay, and then it still exists. And then they thought it was shut down. Yeah, this was like in and like six, 2016 money, or something. It was supposed there? to be shut down. It's like Planet of the Apes thing where the monkeys didn't really die off so and I, like taking over. So I told Jacob, "Hey, you gotta go check it out, but you gotta dress up in a monkey suit <laughs> <laughs> and sneak in." And then I feared be that he would get shot by a tranquilizer, like. Some guy with a big old mustache just nails it. It's all, the giant monkey's on the loose. The ponytail. You know what I mean? Of course. Because the guy running the monkey farm has to have a ponytail. He has to and ride yes. a quad. Yes. And then he has his gun slinged over his thing. You he's know got what? at least one. Of, yes. And he's got that hat. And he's got a pistol. He's got that hat. Yep. Yep. And he might accidentally shoot himself with the tranquilizer. <laughs> this exists. You can research it. You can look it up. There's a monkey farm in Mesa. Interesting. It's still active. There's monkeys in there. There's footage of them. People with drones and another guy was out exploring and videoed it. 
<laughs> so their security really is not that good. It must not be that good before that guy died. I don't know what happened to know. him. The Clintons might have taken care of him. I don't know. Like on Tiger King, he became Tiger Food. Like, right? Isn't that what that one lady did to her husband? Fed him, oh, Carol Baskin. Yeah. I mean, that's the rumor. She wasn't in charge. She might he just be disappeared. Just disappeared. He could be anywhere. Yeah. Maybe he went to Mexico. He could be in Mexico. Um. Anyway, look it up. Yeah, that's Research interesting, it. man. Yeah. I thought I knew a lot about this area. No. I never heard of the That's got to hit the I'm Home Mason page. We should go and see the monkey. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dress up like monkeys. We're going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just get jumped by like a herd of monkeys. Herd of monkeys? Group? Troop? Troop. <laughs> a troop of gorillas, right? I don't know. I don't know what monkeys are called. Okay. <laughs> when you have a group of monkeys, what is it called? I go with herd. Because it sounds cool. I go with troop. What do you call... Google is amazing. A group of monkeys. I know what a group of uh, crows is. It's a murder. Oh, that's creepy. Monkeys. A barrel of monkeys or a troop of monkeys. You were right on the troop. And the barrel is funny because of the barrel of monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you played that game? Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That was a great um, game. That was very smart of them to think about that. Yeah. Monkeys in a barrel. Monkeys. monkeys in a barrel? Barrels in a monkey? I, I think I'm going to start using barrel more because <laughs> I think people would be confused. Yeah, this barrel of monkeys. Hey, I was walking you. around this barrel of monkeys. What are you talking about? Monkeys stuck in a barrel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> When we go, we'll have to get some walkie-talkies, though. We will need walkie-talkies. How'd you like that transition, dude? That was really good, yeah. <laughs> um, so we were, we were going to go camping this weekend, and I pulled out a bunch of the walkie-talkies, and my kids got on them and put batteries in them and started playing with them last night. Okay, they're running around everywhere, just all these walkie-talkies. Yeah. Every kid has a walkie-talkie, and they're all on the same channel. I don't know how they did it, but somehow one of, one of them must have taken lead and put them all on the same channel. I got to thinking about it because as my daughter was about to leave to school this morning, she looked like she worked at a zoo. She had a, a short shorts on <laughs> with a with a walkie-talkie like hooked to her. Were they khaki jeans? shorts? No, they were jean shorts. Okay. Okay. And hooked to her jean shorts. And I was like, "Are you gonna go work at the zoo?" And speaking of monkeys, and I was like, "Are you gonna go round up a barrel of monkeys?" You know, while you're out there. And um, but she had her walkie-talkie, and everyone had their walkie-talkies on their hips again this morning. And I think it's just so funny, but. The sad part is they're going to lose them before we end up going. But, <laughs> but um, going back to the walkie-talkies, I was thinking how funny it would be for them to, and we weren't smart enough like in school, but walkie-talkies, security had them, teachers had them. And if we were smart enough, we would have got walkie-talkies and created pranks involving teachers. Do you find out the, the code? To the, the codes to whatever and, I, and I'm not smart enough to think of something that's creative but I just thought how funny would that be as a teenager yeah our uh, remember sabotage about the uh, most intelligent we got was sabotaging stuff yeah was throwing water into the <laughs> racquetball courts <laughs> woo <laughs> crazy wild crazy kids man we were crazy um do walkie talkies are cool first of all they're really cool second of all I got a pair of walkie talkies once and I was like, I need to go out into the woods, into the wilderness more and use my walkie-talkie. Some of these walkie-talkies are pretty advanced where they can track you on GPS and yeah. stuff. And I have not figured out those aspects of it. Um, when I have to read to figure stuff out, sometimes it takes me a lot longer. Someone can just show me 
I remember it was, yeah, that. very visual. But I was going on a kayak trip down the Colorado River, down below the Hoover Dam, right between Nevada and Arizona. It's empty right now. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to use my walkie-talkie. So I got this walkie-talkie, and we put the kayaks in. I pull out my walkie-talkie, and I was like, got it. I go to pull the other one to give it to my friend. I lost it. By the time we loaded into the water, I lost one walkie-talkie. So I go down the whole river with just one walkie-talkie. I was like, well, this is kind of useless. <laughs> a walkie-talkie by itself is useless. Yeah, totally useless, man. Unless you have other people, like if you're stranded or whatever, somehow you can get an emergency line. Yeah. But you're right. It's useless. If you don't have that friend to talk to, the two-way radio, yeah. Yeah, this is pointless. Let's <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> throw the other one in the water. Uh, but then my wife, my next birthday or something, she got me four. So now I have four. But I think I might start giving them to my kids to run around the neighborhood with. That's a great idea. Great idea. Because they got some range. As long as there's nothing blocking them, there's yeah. decent range. I'm very skeptical of giving my children phones. I don't know what your philosophy is on this. But my philosophy is I'm very skeptical until they are old enough. Dude, I don't want my girls getting depressed over social media and all the fake crap that goes on there. I don't want my kids getting stuck in these games where they start talking to child predators. Maybe I've just been scared too much. But this kind of crap scares me, man. And so I'm very cautious of giving my children access to technology. And don't get me wrong, I'm not living in a cave, okay? We use computers, they use them at school, all of that stuff, but to have your own personal phone without restrictions, with access to the internet, Okay. I'm not I'm not there yet. So my philosophy is they gotta be eighteen. <laughs> Twenty one. Twenty one. If you can drink beer legally, then, then you can have a phone. Then you can handle yeah, then you can handle you social can handle media. The internet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> On your phone. That's, you're right. I, I, we'll drive by uh, we used to live in this neighborhood that had this lot of parks and you'd see these kids ten years old on their phones and everyone's huddled around. Like one of those boys looking at mm-hmm. you don't no. Yeah. And that's what's scary. Yeah. Um, and don't think they can't get past your little parental well, they blocks. Can. 100%. They're freaking geniuses. I asked them how to get past it. <laughs> so I can know. Exactly, right? So my oldest son has a cell phone, 100% internet. Everything, just full blown. How old is your son? He's 13. Okay. He's an early. So <laughs> I'm okay. I feel okay with him. He doesn't care about social media. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, he, gotcha. he like if if I go so to not search history, you to get a TikTok or something. No, I, I think he, he has an account, but he doesn't put anything on it. Okay, I, I I shouldn't say all this because I would love to just delete TikTok, YouTube, and all that crap from it. Okay, but if I look at his search history, it's like Halo characters, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like stuff that I'm just like, well, whatever. You want to look at that stuff? Cool. Yeah, like and that's what he enjoys. Pretty innocent stuff. Yeah, that's what he enjoys. That's good. But it does scare me because because there is an app. So many apps nowadays, you can communicate with other people. Yeah. And he was commenting on somebody's drawing of a Halo character. And I thought that was a little weird. But I was like, okay, you can comment. But at the same time, there's predators out there. There yeah. are. And, and I've heard a lot of stories. And, and there's an argument to be made. Hey, they're going to grow up with this stuff. They need to know how to use it. I agree. But look, I didn't grow up with this stuff. And I've learned how to use it well enough. People aren't stupid. Out. Yeah, they're not. They're not dumb. But um, I heard stories of kids playing innocent game. Like one of the games I heard of is is Roblox. 
You've heard of that one? Yeah, my kids play it. And it's an awesome and, game. And they start to chat with people. Yeah. And then some of the people that they're chatting with, they think are kids, and they're not kids. Not, yep. Um, my wife was telling me Kim Kardashian's kid found her old sex video because somebody in the chat on Roblox shared it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey, like, that's like family history right there on Roblox. That's awesome. <laughs> so I hear stories like that. I don't know how common or rare they are. You're like I can't say, hey, this happens to 10% of the kids or it happens to 90% no, of the kids. I have out there. no idea. They're out there. But that's one of the concerns with my children is, okay, I don't mind you using it, but I just want it to be supervised until yeah. you get to a point where your brain has actually formed so that you can decide and make wise decisions. Right. Right? And, and I'm sorry, at 9, 10, 11, your, your brain is not formed all the way yet. No, and, and what's funny is your girls are way more mature than, than my boy who has full access. Uh -huh. your, your girls are mature. Um, girls are always more mature than boys, 100%. That's just how it works. Um, my 10-year-old, 10, 11, 11-year-old, 11 he has uh, a phone uh -huh. that, that, that looks like a smartphone, it is, is, it, a is it the gas it's the phone? It's similar. It's okay. it's a company called TrueMe. Okay. And so we can give him. He has access to only to texting and phone calls. Yeah, and I'm and good with that. Only to the that's contacts. kind of like a walkie-talkie, but it looks like cool. a walkie-talkie. Only to the contacts I put in there. If he wants to add someone to his phone, it comes to me, and I have to approve it. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I have access to on my phone all his text messages. I can see everything he sent, everything they've sent to him. And then what's cool about it too. Is in the future if he gets older and cooler and we feel like hey he can get a picture message now I can have picture messages that's cool if it's like hey I, I want him to be in group messages now he can get group messages if I want him to now have access to the internet he can have access to the internet all with the same phone I just go in the background settings and change it yeah which is cool which is nice yeah because he has a smartphone it looks cool to his friends he looks cool because he's got this big brick phone and he can call and text people that he yeah and he can call and text people which is what you want your kids to have a phone for anyway, so you can get a hold of them and know where they're at. And having him have a phone, by the way, is the stinking cutest thing because I'll get a text from him. <laughs> I was out in Michigan, you know, last week, like I just said. I'll get a text from him. Hey, Dad, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Son, I'm doing awesome. You know, my <laughs> oldest never texts me. He That's cool. Care. But he's like, hey, Dad, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm looking forward to coming home tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you to come home, too. Like, it's like the sweetest. It's like I'm talking to an angel. That's awesome. That's like almost as good as my two-year-old when he comes and says, Dad, I love you. It's like, oh, just melt my heart, man. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. No, that is cool. I'll just give my kids walkie-talkies. It's walkie-talkies. <laughs> you have a six-mile radius in which you can and give it, me a two And if their friends complain, it's like, why don't you get a walkie-talkie? Then we can talk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Your parents would love it, too. They Go would love it. All of a sudden, all the kids have walkie-talkies on Texting, their hips. Texting, that's so, that's so last decade, man. A walkie-talkie. Well, the walkie-talkies now can send a text message. Yeah, know, they're fancy. GPS. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they are pretty cool, actually. <laughs> For a nerdy guys, old old nerdy guys like us, we think it's pretty cool. I am, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip those walkie-talkies out and let my kids go explore the neighborhood more. Yeah. I like this idea, man. This is great. <laughs> Oh, sweet. All right, man. Well, join us next week. See you later, folks. We'll see you.